Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to your sports break for this January 12th edition, as we will take some samples of some of the greatest events in sports history, the people that performed them or were rewarded for them, and the jersey numbers that they may have worn during those. But before we get to those jersey numbers, let's make sure you know how to get a hold of us. We'd love to have your feedback. Pigskindispatch at gmail.com is the way to get a hold of us. It's a great way to give feedback, tell us your likes, dislikes, you know, air some things out, or just say hi. We'd love to have you talk to us, and uh, we answer back every single email. I will personally. So, those jersey numbers that we're going to talk about for January 12th are number 7, 32, 39, 80, 4, 19, 89, 12, 19, 32, 5, 27, 8, 11, 9, 5, 10, and number 14. A lot of numbers, a lot of people to talk about. Some great sports history. Starts off in 1918 on the 12th of January, and center Joe Malone, who wore number 7 for the Montreal Canadiens, scored five goals in a single game against Ottawa to lift Montreal to a 9-4 victory as Malone became the first skater to score 20 goals in one season. Joe ended up with 44 on that season, and what a great year he had, and uh, really set the stage for some high-scoring uh, players throughout uh, NHL history. Now, January 12, 1952, it was the second National Football League Pro Bowl at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. The National Conference beat the American Conference 30-13. to The most valuable player of this game was the Los Angeles Rams fullback, number 32, Dan Towler. Then we go to January 12, 1958. It was the 8th NFL Pro Bowl, also at the LA Memorial Coliseum in the Western Conference, defeated the Eastern Conference 26-7. It's amazing how those conferences changed over the year. You know, at 52, we had the National and the American Conference. 58, we have the Western and the Eastern. Well, the Western won 26-7. Most valuable players from that game were San Francisco 49ers halfback number 39, Hugh McElhaney. And on the defensive side of the ball, Washington Redskins defensive end number 80, Gino Brito. On January 12th in 1958, that same day, Dolph Shays, wearing number four as a power forward for the NBA's Syracuse Nationals, posted a league record of 11,770 career points as the Nats fell to the Detroit Pistons. Shays knocked home 31 points in that losing effort. Now, that was 1958 with Dolph Shays. Two years later, that same date, he loves that day, Dolph Shays, still with the Syracuse Nationals at that time, became the first NBA player to score 15,000 points. Hits that plateau. So he climbs almost, uh, you know, almost 3,000, over 3,000 career points in just that two-year span. Pretty good player, Dolph Shays. January 12th, 1964, the 14th NFL Pro Bowl. This was at the LA Memorial Coliseum too. The Western Conference defeated the Eastern Conference 31 to 17. Most valuable players were Baltimore Colts quarterback number 19 Johnny Unitas. And on defense, it was a future Hall of Fame teammate Gino Marchetti number 89 who was a defensive end with the Colts. 
Speaking of the NFL, how about in 1969 on the 12th of January? There was a New York Jets quarterback, Joe Namath, sporting his famous number 12 green and white jersey, and he promised and led the J-E-T-S Jets to an unlikely victory over the Baltimore Colts in Super Bowl III. Score was 16-7. He made that promise, and he also earned the signal caller the game's most valuable player. January 12, 1971, it was the 21st National Basketball Association All-Star Game, San Diego Sports Arena in San Diego, and the West defeated the East 108-107 in a thriller. The most valuable player was selected was the Seattle Supersonics point guard, number 19, Lenny Wilkins. We know him as a coach, but at that time, he was the oldest MVP in All-Star history, still stands today, he was 33 years old but he earned it with hard play, scoring 21 points against the world's top hoops players. January 12, 1975, it was Super Bowl IX took place at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. The Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Minnesota Vikings 16-6, the Steelers' first championship. It was almost 40-some years of uh, suffering. Most valuable player was Pittsburgh's running back, number 32, Franco Harris, a man we just recently lost in the last few weeks and uh, one of my childhood heroes. January 12, 1983, Brooks Robinson, who wore number five with the Orioles, and Juan Maricol, number 27, most famously with the Giants, were both elected to go into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And in 1988, on the 12th of January, Pittsburgh Pirates outfielder slash first baseman number eight, Willie Stargell, Pops they call them, was elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame, another one of my childhood heroes. On January 12, 1994, the Philadelphia Phillies left-handed pitcher number 32, Steve Carlton, was elected into Baseball's Hall of Fame. Then we go to hockey. In 2006, on January 12th, the New York Rangers held a ceremony where they retired the number 11 jersey in honor of one of their former stars, Marc Messier. January 12, 2009, Cristiano Ronaldo, who wore number 7, was awarded with the 2008 FIFA World Player of the Year for the first time at a ceremony in Zurich. On January 12, 2013, we had the Mile High Miracle. In an AFC Divisional Playoff game, the Denver Broncos were ahead of the Baltimore Ravens 35-28 with only a minute 9 remaining. Quarterback, number five, Joe Flacco, heaved a 70-yard touchdown pass. Didn't think it was going to be, you know, anywhere near the receiver. Looked like it would be well defended. But it landed in the hands of number 12, Jacoby Jones, who went on to score and tie the game. And the Ravens won in overtime, went to the Super Bowl. January 12, 2015, the FIFA Ballon d'Or was the Real Madrid and Portugal forward Cristiano Ronaldo, number seven we just talked about, won for a second consecutive time. It was his third award overall. The Wolfsburg midfielder, number eight, Nadine Kessler, is the Women's Award winner that year from 2015. And finally, we go to 2020 on January 12th. Argentine striker number 10, Sergio Aguero, becomes the top-scoring overseas player in the English Premier League football history with a hat-trick in Manchester City's 6-1 route of Austin Villa and a total of 177 goals. Uh, And he put this one past number 14, Theory Henry. Now that is your sports history. That's your sports break for this January 12th. We're so glad that you could join us. Hope you'll join us each and every day for some more great sports history as we keep on going and uh, you know try to bring you the best and l- let you know about these heroes and uniform numbers that they're wearing. So until tomorrow, everybody, have a great sports history day.
This penalty kill is almost over. I got to get back out on the ice. But thanks again for joining us for another great edition of Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.